millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Sean, Karen, how y'all doing? Hello. I am good, Matt. I am good. I am great. Well, good Sean is understatement. I'm excellent, fantastic. I, I, happy I'm to be glad, here. glad to hear all of those great words to describe your mood and your your current state. That's awesome. And today's topic, Sean, is something that's right <laughs> up your alley. It is the housing your alley. Yeah, maybe up your alley too. I actually, you know, everybody congratulate me. I just signed a contract today to buy a mixed use building. I'm going to move my store into hopefully in the next few months. Exciting! Um, Congratulations. Yeah, and I thought I thought about this show, Matt, because I was speaking to one of my good friends. I'd consider my brother, and I was like, "Hey, man, you know, don't get so caught up in work. Take a look. Take a look at the housing market. You know, you know, seeing what's out there in the market. You want to take advantage of these low interest rates." And he just jumped on me, Matt. He was just like, rah, 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 rah. I got work. Don't tell me what to do. I know when to look. I got this covered. Huh, I'm going to do it. dramatic, Sean. I, I, and I was like, book. okay. So this show is dedicated <laughs> to my friend. He knows who he is. Right, Big Matt? And uh, All like, I know is that description. You, you sound a little dramatic. Like, I'm not going to call you a, a dramatic. Oh, is this between you guys? I don't know. No, I, but I, I'm I, just I, saying... Sean, this sounds very dramatic the way he described that. But hey, if you wanted to, so so what's the topic, Sean? Are you rushing into the housing market or not? This is like we're just going to talk a little mm. about what the market is about. You know, if you're rushing or if you're not, or you, or, you know, are you tippy toeing? That's it. deep. First of all, this is you sound so rich right now. This podcast topic will not apply equally to everybody who is doing this podcast. <laughs> so that is okay. And if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, um, I'm not rushing into the housing market because I'm not. Um, in, I'm, I'm not going to be in the housing market at all. That's totally fine. I also am just also presenting information about a housing market, but also not participating in it, guys. Yeah, I, I also want to put a disclaimer out here for our, our listeners. There are people who are homeowners. There are people who are renters. There are people who are aspiring homeowners or planning to buy. There's people who are comfortable not buying. There's not a one way there, but it's 
just being knowledgeable about um, all the ways and what's best for you. But we're, this is a, a no judgment zone. So I know Sean is Mr. Pom Poms, oh, rah rah. He's judging. See, I'm not. Judging. I'm saying you're I, a proponent of 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 the, your whole topic is about rushing into the housing market. So let's jump into it, everybody. The housing market it can be frustrating to some. Rising interest rates, high demand, and and rising prices can make things difficult to navigate. Would you agree with that, Sean? I agree. Also, rising rent markets are putting people in this like conundrum or catch twenty two. You like that word, Karen? Not not knowing what to do. I, you know, do you rent, Matt, or do you buy? You stay where you are. Like, what do you do in this market where interest rates are low, demand is high? Well, here's the thing. You would think that you would buy some of us if you are in a position to do that. But rushing and buying in an overpriced market can be really detrimental. So you have mm-hmm. to see if it's a buyer's market, if it's a seller's market, what is going on, and then maybe consider taking your time. Which leads us to point number one. What is the problem with renting anyway and what's going on with the urge to buy that everybody's having? So inflation has infected rent a lot over, especially over the last year, especially over the last pandemic, honestly, if we're being real. Um, Rent has jumped by 14% over the last year alone, which is crazy. And if we're renting, we all feel that. I think all of us feel it regardless. And rising rents have affected housing prices in all cities in New York, I mean, I was already paying a crazy rent, so nothing there has changed. But honestly, we all expected rent to go down here over the pandemic, and it did for like two seconds and then went back up. It's probably significantly more expensive now in New York to rent or buy than it was pre-pandemic. Even add to what you're saying, Karen, talking about the situation is that, yeah, rising rents are coming up. So people are like, you know, why would I pay this incredibly high rent? Let's look to buy. But then you catch a situation that everybody else is trying to buy. And so there's this demand, urgency to buy. And now with the feds announcing that they're going to probably raise interest rates in March, people are not even getting nervous like, oh, before the rates go up, maybe I should buy or maybe I shouldn't. Maybe the the housing market is overpriced. Maybe it will drop. It's really those questions you have to ask yourself of where do you what do you think it's the timing is right? You know, and right, like you said, Karen, rising rise, rising rent prices are making it more difficult to even, for people to even save for the down payment. Yeah. Or, or there, I've known people that even are they had the down payment saved, but now they got to pay the inflation and cost of living is going up, so they're eating away at their money that they saved to to to, to cover basic necessities like rent or or household uh, goods. Mm-hmm. But also, I think there's other things to consider here, like uh, in the immortal words of our. Uh, our beloved brother, Mr. Arlington Forbes, he, we, we would talk in the past about investment and, and what's the best way to, to invest, what, what's the best way to, to make you know, gains on your investment. Is it the real estate market? Is it the stock market? And, and you know, there have been famous debates on our show in, year, in years past over that topic. But I guess my question would be, what is the reason you, not you, Sean, or you can just a general you, what is the reason you are buying? Is it mm-hmm. you're buying to, is it an investment property? You're buying to make money. You're buying just because it's a place you want to live. Um, and also depending upon your age, how does that impact whether it's a better bet to get your down payment and invest in a home or to rent? 
Right. I think people are generally under the consensus. And I know that this is like a hot topic and there's all kinds of articles and whatever, whatever. And you can read all kinds of stuff. But that owning property is kind of the dream. Right. And that people want to buy, like ultimately people want to buy is the general agreement. So then the question is, like, when is it appropriate and what is going on specifically now? Like we've had so much conflicting messaging. Look, to be real, I am not in the game right now. I'm not buying a house at the moment, but I exist in the world. And we've all gotten like all of this conflicting messaging about whether or not this is like, you know, time to definitely, definitely buy or, you know, prices are super high. So you should sell your property and whatever, who even knows that well, I'm asking, I'm asking you guys for real. I guess, I guess the question is how to buy the right way. You know, and I and I don't want to say this because then it's going to make people more pessimistic and more lackadaisical. But in a sense, you need to take your time. And time doesn't mean you take, you know, I don't know, in, in relation to like hours or years, but just understanding the market. You know, historically, we're looking at, uh, you know, in my time of buying real estate, this is the lowest interest rates has ever been. Even if the feds decide to raise the rates in March, they're still historically low. So you're not like, missing out on this super deal it's almost like you know karen just to relate to you when you you're, you'd have to go buy those shoes in the big bin at the at, you know at the big walmart back in philly days you know you'd see a bin, the was, big bin i'm sorry <laughs> okay the shoes that i had to have at the big bin back in my big walmart big philly days continue yes you know you'd see them on sale for 10.99 and then next week you're like 9.99 they're like 11.99 you're like oh my god i missed out i didn't save that dollar like it's that kind of scenario you're like you're really the rates go up a little it's not gonna be that bad a situation because the rates are still gonna be historically low right i mean you're you're talking about my parents who cared about the dollar difference (laughs) you are not talking to their millennial american kid who like the the dollar difference that is a you guys thing and a them guys thing but yes i do understand the spirit behind what you just said. So, yeah. So if you're looking like you feel like you're under pressure to, to go now before the Fed raises rates, I, I, I would still think you should just take your time. Make sure you buy right. Because it's a long-term commitment. This is not dating. When you buy a house, you're kind of you're marrying this property. You have to enjoy it. I always said, even when I buy an investment properties, in my paranoid head, I always say, you know, can I live in this space? You know, if I can't live in that space, I didn't just buy property because – it was a great deal in a great neighborhood that I didn't like. I'd have to, I have to be comfortable in the space and the, the properties that I'm, I'm looking to buy. Mm-hmm. And if you're on the fence or you're feeling, you know, like, Oh, should I jump in right now? Or should I wait? Honestly, right now at this moment, there's not a ton of housing inventory anyway, if that makes you feel any better. So if you rush to buy a house in this particular market, as we speak, then you could end up buying more house than you could afford. And it could end up tripping you up later. So I don't feel like it's wrong to wait an educated amount of time ever. I also want to chime in that I'm still on the team buying house just because that's the quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, way to go. That there, there are counter arguments and counter uh, points of mm-hmm. view. That is not the only way to go, even if that is the overriding, you know, American dream to go, you know, buy your house with your picket fence and all that. That is not the only way to go. So it's no, 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 it's not. But it's just that's like another episode. <laughs> that's a whole episode for us on, you know, buy or is like is buying a scam that we've all like is buying a Ponzi scheme. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> but the I mean, question it's is, an, if you, it's a recurring, it's a recurring episode on this show with, with Sean and, and Arlington to be, to be honest, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying the impetus of this show came from a debate about 
buying and buying now and this rush to buy and you need to go buy. Yeah, who was that debate with? Saying, Sorry, Matt. I didn't know. Really? Who was that debate with? Didn't you say you had that debate? With who? I don't. You said you had a debate with someone about buying a house and, and, and thinking that they should with buy you. it right now. Oh, it was with me. Okay, great. So now you want to put it on front street, whatever. The point of my point is to you is that I don't think just buying a house is not always the route to go. It, depending upon your age, like I don't know if I'm going to get my investment out of a home at mm-hmm. the, the game. So okay, well, I'll tell you Devil, devil's advocate, devil's advocate really quick. Uh, um, depends so much. Like here in New York, you know, renting is wildly, like if you talk to somebody who lives in the Midwest, we pay such an exorbitant amount in rent here and that's just normalized for us all the time. And so people who buy in New York end up paying less in a mortgage a lot of the Me, time. No, fact, and we fact do check, it, fact check. And we median, do it. No, median, a lot median of the rent, median rent in New York is $1,439 median. A lot. Uh, mortgage is $2,802. Uh, well, a- the people, anecdotally, the people that I know who've bought like a condo or whatever in New York um, have ended up paying like a seven dollars or $800 a month mortgage. Now, maybe they're very financially sound. Maybe they put down a large deposit. I really don't know. I've never bought a house. But what I have seen from my friends, literally no, no confirmed data, just my own eyes and ears, is that depending on where you are and what you're doing and how much money you have and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Um, buying can be cheaper than renting. It can be cheaper than renting. Well, let me just say that for, for, my, for myself in the last 20 years, buying has been cheaper than renting. I mean, once you can get to the down payment, usually the, um, I've been subsidized by rental income, and that's always been making it affordable for me. And then down the road, I can, I'm always able to tap into the equity and buy other properties. But I would say this. I've known a lot of people that rush to buy, and I've seen it, especially with people of color, where they get these deals that people try to throw at them where they don't put zero mm-hmm. down or 5% down. And then they don't realize they may get locked into a, a rate that's only that's adjustable for five years, seven years, mm-hmm. ten years, and then the rate adjusts, the payments adjust, and they can't afford this property anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'd even say, you know, putting like zero down or five percent down, those properties sometimes are not what they pan out to be. So it's always getting back to, you know, what you can afford. And, you know, if you're comparing if you if your rent is close to what you're is, is your mortgage payment far above your rent payment? Then it's like, it's not really, it's that's an affordability that you may not be able to afford your mortgage payment, you know? Right. Well, so it's like if you're swapping out your tiny, cheap apartment for a mansion, then yeah, you might run into some affordability issues. Um, but there's like nuance to this, of course. Like, I don't think you can tell everyone everywhere buying is going to be the best thing for you, definitely. Like, of course, that's not true, but I just feel like it, it's mostly true. And also, I just think there's this this stigma or this this perception that, oh, if you're renting, then, you know, you're doing the wrong thing. And and I just don't think that is accurate. And that was part of our, our debate was this rush to buy. And right now, I don't think buying is the best thing for me personally mm-hmm. at the moment. But, and people you know. who, and you're right. And people who are in a rush to buy can be can put themselves in a vulnerable position of being targets for like you guys were saying, you know, like predatory practices. Yes. With these adjustable rates or whatever that come out of nowhere or exorbitant fees, like a broker's fee or bank fees or lawyer fees or whatever. Um, Like you have a story about some, you have some crazy fee story, Sean, right? Yeah. I actually, you know, I was almost gotten got even like I just said, I was telling you, Karen, a couple days ago, I was, I, I put down on this, uh, mixed-use property i'm buying two apartments in a storefront to move my business to and because of covid 
um, getting a mortgage on a storefront has been difficult because they're high risk now because a lot of businesses have shut down, you know, six feet away, social distancing, wearing a mask. So it's not really is not appealing to storefront mortgages. So banks are kind of running from rent. Banks assume no risk. So banks are not looking to mortgage out on that. So I had to get a mortgage broker to kind of help me get financing for this. And the broker was aggressive. And I had one broker, typical Long Island guy, probably first cousin to our former president, Donald Trump. You know, a lot of talk, a lot of smack. And he found me a great deal. He kind of texted me this deal. But what he threw in there was what he called a processing fee of $2,500 up front. And now if anybody's ever worked with brokers, mortgage brokers, I mean, you pay your commission at closing when you actually how did he know how much processing he was going to have to do before he did all the processing? I wonder. Exactly. So I tried to negotiate because he was getting me a good deal. What he what he sent me through text. Of course, he wasn't going to share the bank because he says he doesn't give that information out and yada yada yada. And then I was able to bring him down to from twenty five hundred dollars to fifteen hundred dollar processing fee, and he agreed. And then he sent me uh, a terms sheet where he wanted the money right away up front. And to me, that's a little bit scary. I've been doing real estate for 20 years. I've never paid a broker up front before he hasn't even done anything. So I said to him, I have no problem selling you $500 right now. And then when we have a, a complete mortgage commitment, another $500. And then we announce a closing date, the final $500. And he immediately said, you know, quote, unquote, I'm done with this shit. I'm not doing this anymore kind of thing. Ooh. So to me, as a business person, everybody got to know, like, it didn't fit right. It didn't sit right with me. And this, and you know, buying a property, especially it's a process and it's, you know, it's a short term marriage that you, you guys have to be in sync. You have to be on the same page. And he was already giving that pushback into me, any deal that seems so good. And he's going to walk away. He was going to make just in just commission at the end about $16,000 to me to walk away from that of, because he didn't want to get a thousand dollars later down the road. Cause he was getting 500 up front was just a red flag to me so I had to walk away from him I just said understood and I never reached out to him and I and I got another mortgage from another broker who was more subtle more nicer paying a little bit higher interest rate but just feel like the relationship would be better and I we'd, we'd actually make it through this marriage so what happened to your fee you paid it I you paid pay it and that and no, you got yeah. got I didn't pay it. You know, oh, you didn't pay it. So the great Sean did not get got. That is the story. That I didn't pay it. I <laughs> it's a story book. of I, not getting got. I thought I this was going to be a relatable, heartwarming story no, where Sean humanizes himself and says, you know, <laughs> even I, the great and old Sean, sometimes get got <laughs> by fees that I did not see coming. But that wasn't the story. Well, it was still a really good story. Well, let me ask you a question, Sean. In yeah. your uh, home buying experience, does that come with maintenance and repair costs, repair bills? Are you, this, this is like, this is such, what do you call these kind of questions? It's a leading question where you're trying to lead to a point. Like, it's a question, of course, you know the answer. No, I've never had a repair to do. I've owned property for 20 years. And you know what? I've never had a repair. I've never had maintenance. Oh, what is that? How about real estate taxes? <laughs> I've never paid taxes. Taxes, real estate taxes. What is that? No. Down payments. I live you know. in no, no, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, you know, like just curious, because in, in in the lovely New Jersey waterfront apartment that I'm renting, what you doing, man? High rise. I, I have no no real estate taxes, no maintenance or repair bills, you know, no down payment. Well, you know, that's a, another show. I mean, you see he's getting a little personal, Karen. You see that? We're trying to are you rushing into the market? You're going into I the do show this was a setup this was hey let me bring up an argument i had with matt and make it into a show and then you don't want me to bring up i love you man
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Black guys! I did not know that you guys had all of these... Super boomery triggers <laughs> going on around renting, buying. The rest of us are like, I will do whatever I have to do until I die. I don't know. Arlington is about there saying, Go, Matt, go give it to him, Matt. You know, Arlington is all about this conversation right now. And Arlington was a homeowner, by the way, and he would still be like, And I'm not anti homeowner. I, I, I just think just because of the benefits you see in homeownership doesn't mean it's always the right thing or the right time to do. No, I, but, you know, I know I wouldn't be where I am today if it were not for real estate. You know, real estate has, you know, has, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's done me well. I've been able to grow myself and leave something for my for the next generation. So I'm not going to downplay real estate. But is it for everybody? Not at all. Are there, you know, and then New York and, you know, I think especially in New York, you really have to be savvy in how and what you buy and what you get into. Because everybody, like in aggressive markets, there's always people, there's, pre, there's predators. People are going to prey on you. People are going to. Look, take advantage of you. Can, I know a friend, unfortunately, she bought her first place and she bought, I call it a studio house. <laughs> you know, it's a tiny little house she bought in Queens and it has so much problems because she brought it from an investor and a lot of them just make it look good on the outside. And then once you really get into the house, it, there's a lot of problems with it. And the guy he had an LLC, she can't find him. She got got, mm. you know, and it's sad because these are innocent people just trying to get their first home and they get got. So I, I agree with you. It's not for everybody, but you know, I encourage people to do it because I think the benefits outweigh the the uh, the risk. Well, how do you avoid getting got then? 
I think it's, it's, you know, it's really taking your time. It's asking a lot of questions. It's not anything too good to be true. Cause I think honestly, even with this mortgage deal, I think I would have been gotten the long run because I think the rate was an aggressive, beautiful rate, but I think the relationship I would have had with this gentleman would have made me, would have made it really difficult to close on the property with working mm-hmm. with him. And it's really like, especially for a first time home buyer, I don't recommend doing it all your own. Try to work with somebody that's done it before and not meaning the broker, but have somebody as a close friend or relative that can, that can guide you and help you through it and try to stick with traditional banks and traditional places that are reputable. It's very important, yeah. especially when you're first buy. Well, All right. that there you have it from our only homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this was a good one. I don't know that I don't know like the temperature of the room exactly. How many people are actually rushing into buying a house or thinking about buying a house right now? We would love to hear from you as always. Um, I don't know our email, but Sean does. Tbgwgc at gmail dot com. Yeah, there you go. Two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. And, and right. before, before we conclude, so Sean, nationally right now, do you think it's overall a buyer's market across the board in New York, across the country, across the globe? Is, the, is, is, it, is it changing to where it's now is it the best time or a great time for buyers? I'm so happy you asked that question because, you know, everybody gets clipped on interest rates are low. It's a great time to buy. But the market has a way of correcting itself. So what happens when interest rates are low? prices are inflated to compensate. So, so your payment almost so works out to be the same if interest rates were high, because if interest rates are high, then we have to lower the price to accommodate the high interest rate. So sometimes I recommend buying at a higher interest rate because you can control that. That variable can adjust, meaning that if the rates go down, you got a great deal, you understand? And then you can pull equity out of it. But if you buy with a high price and the rates go up or go down, you still paid a lot for that property. So to me, interest rates going up and buying when int- I bought when interest rates are high, you get a you kind of get a discounted price, and I'd rather have a lower price and higher interest rate than a higher interest rate, than lower interest rate and higher price. Right, because one's variable and one's not. Correct, Karen. I get it. I'm gonna be a success. So yes. So to answer your question, I would say you know don't let the interest rate, what they say in the media, make you feel like compelled. So you may have a point, man, and say hey. This may not be the right time because interest rates are low, but if they start to creep back up, you may see prices begin to fall or stabilize. And, and my last question to you, Mr. Sean Linda, what, what is your take on, obviously, well, I say obviously in my head, if you if you are in the home owning game at a young age, the equity and the like the, the, the benefit is larger the longer you, you you're owning this property, correct? Yes. So I guess my question is to our elder statesmen out here listening, does buying a home, is the equation the same in terms of your, your, your mental game of what's a better, a better bet buying or renting if you are over a certain age? I don't think there's any, I think, you know, in life, I don't like to draw timelines so much based on age like that. I don't think age, like if, I think if you're, you know, 50 something, 40 something, 60 something, it still can make advantage to buy because you can still gain equity during that time and you can still maybe do things that that renting does not allow you to do. And all this is also about the next generation. I know you got two beautiful nieces, Matt, that would love to own some New Jersey real estate. 
So, you know, if you get off your selfish butt and think Wouldn't about we that, all? maybe, maybe you would then think about buying, right? Yeah, see, what you have, Matthew, is called a disease of the soul. <laughs> you don't care about others. You're selfish. You don't own property. <laughs> you insist on renting. <laughs> Wow. Um, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay, look, I'm a childless renting person, super happy. Um, will also be happy to own in the future. You know, my parents, my immigrant parents who have been, you know, like featured on the show, not in person, but all conversation, they stipulated not to be grim or whatever, but I'm the executor of their estate and they stipulated that my sister and I are to use the whatever we inherit from them only for buying property. And nothing else. And they were like, they're, you know, it's like not spending money, like none of that. So to speak to your point, Sean, and also to your point, Matt, there is a certain mentality, right, associated with owning property. For my parents, there's like a little feeling of scarcity there, like trying to hold on to some certainty or control. So I get it. No shame in anybody's game. That That's what was right for them. And honestly, if I could buy property, I would feel like a king and I would do it. Because of the perception of it or because of the... Because of the feeling. Yeah, yes. Because of what it emotionally would mean to me as, I guess, as a person, but also as, like, the kid of uh, an immigrant parent who that was that was everything, you know? See, I don't that's feel... That's what you say every week, Karen. Matt's not an immigrant. He doesn't get it. <laughs> not like us. Not, <laughs> not like, like us. Like yeah, question. I'm not from here, guys. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I have a unique perspective. Well, I would say this, people. If buying is something that's important to you, there's definitely a pathway to do it. And, you know, if you listen to a few episodes of Sean Linda on his uh, preaching about home ownership, you will, <laughs> you will get great tips on the best way to do this. So I am not poo pooing the idea. I'm just saying, you know, it may not be the move for everyone, but hey, uh, I think it's definitely something that we should all consider. And especially, you know, as we're trying to uh, be two black guys with good credit and improve our financial portfolios and, and have be financially healthy, owning real estate is definitely something we recommend. So I'm, I'm not against that at all. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I don't, I don't know any other church things, but yeah. <laughs> I think that works. I don't know any other church things, but yeah. <laughs> you say that next time you go to church. Shalom, where shalom. Are, yeah. Where is the t-shirt, guys? We are making merch. That is number one. The hell, can, does anybody? Okay, I, I, we need emails about this. Does anybody want merch from us? It would be whatever was just said now on a t-shirt. It would also be each one of our catchphrases on a mug. So let us know. Shalom, shalom. All right, also, well, and a separate shalom mug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, that brings this episode of Two Black Guys with Good Credit to a close. The question that was posed is, are you rushing into the housing market? Well, I guess that's something we all have to answer for ourselves. <laughs> uh, if you're already <laughs> owning. So this show really, we didn't, we didn't give any We didn't give anyone any answers. But honestly, a good. Perspectives. But a, perspectives. And also, we, and, we, and we made people, we gave people some reassurance overtaking their time right there's no rush i will say though that as as someone who knows people who are trying to buy into the market um things do get snapped up quite quickly i do get the impulse to not to, to rush <laughs> stuff goes really quickly especially in the new york market it's crazy around here but um you want to get the best deal for you yeah i would say in general it's a good rule to to not rush and take your time like you know and, and think things through because you can get got if you don't 
and don't feel compelled like Matt was saying. I have to agree with Matt to a certain extent, but then just don't get cold feet and don't do it at all, but kind of learn the business, understand and understand like the neighborhood and, and, and where you want to live and what you're looking for and the amenities and, and then, and then, and then take a step forward, but don't feel the pressure of society making you feel like you have to do it at this given moment. Agreed. See, we came to look at that. Happy medium. Kumbaya. We all came together somewhere in the middle. You know, guys, we, here's Can the we secret. We, we never, hug? we never actually disagreed guys. <laughs> we were always saying the same thing. We were just kind of yelling in a way, but no, this was a beautiful episode. Are you rushing? Maybe don't rush though. Can you rush that- your clothing, Karen? Like, yeah. In conclusion, uh, you should take as much time as this outro has taken <laughs> to get into the housing market. I Sean, agree. if they want to send us some questions, right, where do they do that to? TBGWGC at gmail.com. Two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. And I'm the great Sean Linda, as you know, as you can now witness the better half of all three sides of this team that we have here. Damn. If that makes sense to you. And as I say every week, <laughs> keep your money in a damn pocket, but come on, go buy some real estate and I'm out. Well, That's a t-shirt. That is a t-shirt. For, for for two black guys with good credit, I'm Matt Smith. And like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And <laughs> hey, Remember that, Matt. Yeah, remember that. So, hey, if you don't want to be a renter anymore, <laughs> if you want to be a homeowner, well, you know what you got to do. Get that down payment together and get to buying. But that's enough. This show has gone on long enough. So I'm signing off for this show and tune in next week and we'll see you soon. I'm Matt Smith and I'm out. That's right. Matt Smith and uh, your outro, your catchphrase will be on a kind of mouse pad. We'll figure it out. And I'm Karen Margolis. I'm a third of Two Black Guys Good Credit. I am honored to be so. You can at me if you find me, Karen Margolis on stuff, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S. And as I always say, because I'm talking to me, it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter. Nothing to see here. What matters is what you do next. And that will be a mug. Black guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this 
allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.